tonight on Hipstar Tonight. Now available on iTunes. Purchase our merchandise by visiting hipstar.ca and the original 1-800-NEED-A-GIMMICK.COM for cheap, affordable rides in the GTA. Cheaper than Uber. Contact GooberRides.com. Please send donations for the wrestling veterans that need your help to the Heart and Soul Foundation. It is tonight. Tonight on Hipstar Tonight. On Hipstar tonight, covering the rest of July 2017, we neglected Social Media Wednesday all month, man. And due to obligations by our PC producers and our sponsors, uh, we need to get to the phones. Uh, thank you all who have been supporting us this summer. It's it's been a ride, man. But I am. I uh, well, I sincerely apologize. How's that for neglecting our listener base? Obviously, we wouldn't be anything without you. We encourage any support and... You know, two things before we get to the phones. And, and thanks for all the callers, by the way. Jay's excited. You know, I've, I've never heard him with so much step in his pep. Two things. All you October shows out there, calm down, guys. Come on. We're not even done the summer and you're advertising your shows for October. We understand you're excited, but I mean, come on. You don't want to look as naive as a little Davin boy, do you? Like, come on, you're right. Have respect for the sweet summer shows that are going to end off our summer and start off a nice fall. Think think of it this way. Think of the welfare family that uh, can only afford to go out once a year. You're taken away from uh, Luchatio, from the from the z- 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 smash. In the, they're all like, oh, we're going to see Joe Edel. He's going to be there. Well, uh, come on, kids. We're going to see blood and guts and swearing and booze and uh, white trash. <laughs> I'm just saying. No, I'm just saying. I'm just more along the guy who's asking me to do a promo for a show in October. That's just silly, man. I can't. What am I going to say? Like, you know, coming up in three months, I'm going to get you. and I'm going to get you good. But I, I, I can't do anything about it right now. Uh, just going to talk about it. Uh, come on. Just just respect Ontario Indie Wrestling, huh? huh? Just be patient. All right. We're going to get there. October's coming. It's going to be fun. Uh, as well as, Jay, you remember that minty smell that was like in every locker room back in like the indie days? Like, I swear, yeah, I, I smelt that in the subway today. And I looked around and I'm like, whoa, wait a minute. Like, Flesh isn't here. Like, where's the sniper? Like, what is that, by the way? What is it? Uh, it's something that they rub on themselves. So it's an oil up. But, you know, yeah, what's okay. more important than that and more important than October uh, promos yeah. is what we have to concern ourselves with is that even though we're skipping over social media Wednesday and going to the phones right away, mm-hmm. I'd just like to throw it out there. I'd like to help one of our loyal wrestling fans here in Niagara. Mm-hmm. Thomas York is looking to get rid of his Resolution 7 ticket. <laughs> he can't get a ride down to the venue. It's $100. Wow. If you're interested in a $100 VIP ticket, yeah. uh, contact Thomas York today. Wow. The guy that likes everything I do on Instagram, I really appreciate the support. Uh, he considers yeah. me a friend, though I don't think I've ever met the guy. Though if you um, get those notifications when a friend puts up a live video, man, you got to check out this guy because what the fuck is going on, man? It's it's uh. He's his own t-shirt company. Is he? Good on him, man. Yeah. Yes. Uh, oh, Yorkwrestlingtees.com. 
$100 resolution tickets, though, you know? Like, both on 1-800-NEED-AGAIN-WITH-THE-ORIGINAL, 1-800-NEED-AGAIN-WITH-THE-ORIGINAL.COM. You can get Thomas York shirts, as well as uh, you can get um, $100 resolution tickets. That's right. You can see La Resistance. No, one ticket uh, no, $100. Yeah, $100 tickets. Uh, yeah. Well, tickets. I just piece. want the audience to understand it's only one ticket that's $100. Oh, okay. Well... Still unfortunate for a poster whose biggest potential draw doesn't have a picture and is in the tiniest font. I will not get over that. And if you've updated your poster, then I'm sorry. But the original poster that you put up, man, you should be ashamed of yourself. You guys, like, you're fucking ruining Niagara. God damn it. Whoa, 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 whoa. You can't see that on <laughs> Okay, I can. I can. I'm, right, I'm sorry. Coming up after the break, uh, we're going to speak to Chris LaPlante, who's uh, finally answered my calls. Oh. So I can't wait. And uh, so let's, get, let's get to the phones. All right, this is a review show. And I, I'd like to thank you all because, you know, uh, it's great. Just great. This one comes from Jackie Dion from Pie Town, New Mexico. Hi, Jackie. How's it going? Hey, guys. Just want to say I love the show. So what's with this new craze of divas sending out nudes and sleeping with every dude on the roster? I remember the days when I was blessed with all the dick pics. Like, bring them back. I want more man scandals, even if Seth's dick pic was pretty disappointing. I heard Dolph Ziggler curves hugely to the left. He definitely seems like the type. Send that one out. Wow. Well, thanks uh, for writing in. And you know what? Like, yeah, I agree. Dolph is totally a slanter to the lefter. New dude about it. And you're and you're right. You no, know, people like her that call in mm. just for like dick pics of famous wrestlers yeah, yeah. are basically whores. Well, um, easy. Yeah, well, basically, I mean, it, it, you cannot call a wrestling program, well. a wrestling podcast, and just ask for you know scandals and dick pics mm. going on on air and you know what happened with the with the women's division starting to flare with new pics out online yeah. like if that's all you care about on a wrestling podcast you are disgusting <laughs> you are a fucking pig <laughs> and i have no respect for you whatsoever well like, hey man we all feed off the flesh we all feed off the the mandals you know i mean come on jets you can't tell me yeah, that you are all over it porn out out there online there's plenty of porn in fact, I will be so bold yeah. as to recommend xvideos.com. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, but yeah, like that feeling of when a celebrity, uh, something is released of a celebrity that's not supposed to be out there, it's exciting. I man. gotta be honest, I took a look at Charlotte Flair and I was not impressed. Well, and, and yeah, that's the thing. Kind of ruins your dreams, but you still want to see it, you know? Of course I wanted of, to see uh, Seth Rollins' dick, but Seth Rollins had a really weird dick, and it's it, but she's on to something. The Fed trying Listen, so hard for a lot of these uh, ring rats if I can give them just a piece easy. of advice to this ring rat here a lot of times you could just DM these people and you'll get what you need to do maybe that's I mean, what we need to do public anymore. I think that's a good idea I think you're onto something there maybe we yeah. create like a fake bot of like an old worker like Jamie D back in the day she flirts right. with like uh, you know say Seth or a guy that doesn't have his dick out let's say Samoa Joe he flirts with her and Samoa Joe puts his dick out and that's just just like we're feeding the internet now, we can take claim for that. So that's a that's a good mandal. Yeah. I uh, I agree. The boys at the airport, right? Well, hey, as long as we're on top of the juice, you got to give these ladies, especially the juice. What, what's right. with their, you know, uh, we can't let all the the divas have fun, you know, with the their sexuality peaking because most of them are only twenty two. What do you expect? You know, like let's get more dick pics out there. Thanks, thanks for writing in there. 
This one, uh, Mitchie Mitch. Hey, Mitchie's back from the boats from uh, Kincardine, Ontario. Mitchie. Well, hey there. Uh, uh, just calling in tonight on Hip Starts Night, and uh, big fan. Uh, I really enjoy the whole uh, the whole hipster scene. Um, what with the uh, the flannels and the beards and uh, the, those mustaches. I mean, I just I wish I could grow one. Uh, quite like that but that's enough about me uh, i do have a question i want to get your opinion on the whole uh pizza controversy and if pineapples on pizza are good and if so what would be your dream pizza if you could make it and how would you make it would you do handmade or would you try and get someone else to make it all right thanks uh keep good work uh okay all right well mitch mitch that's seriously not funny this whole controversy okay all right all right jay let me take this one Mitch always had a problem like articulating his words, and I, I relate. Yeah. But I mean, like, what do you guys like on pizza? <laughs> well, let me let me cover this because I this this actually touched a nerve here. Okay, I I've been I spending spending most of the month researching the dark web. It's a pretty sick guilty pleasure, I'll admit. But if you ever want some information on how to search this sick stuff, I mean, I'll, I'll tell you off air because, you know, the feds and all that. Cheese pizza, the dark web has taught me, is actually slang for child prostitution rings. It's disgusting. This Pizzagate scandal is going on. It's serious, all right? And I don't, don't appreciate you making little jokes about pizzas, whatever pineapple is code for. I am not exploring that far to find out let me tell you what our jokes may get us heat on this show but that's going way too far bud i know you're not that type of guy you're 43 percent innocent sure and i know you're just trying to be funny you're a big shot comedian now traveling on the boat stopping in the uk to try some open mics good for you but sometimes you can't always make everything out to be a joke and this is just you should be ashamed of yourself yeah and you're a shitty referee by the way um Back in the day, like I was uh, 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 poor when I was hitting the roads. I was working for the Frank Thorne TWA circuit. Of course. And Whitey and I had no fucking money, and I used to spend all my money on coke, you know, yeah, women and booze. Yeah. Well, and Whitey good. didn't. He was my uh, chauffeur, white man, of course. He's too scared. Uh, yeah. Chauffeur used to actually uh, feed me. He used to actually go to uh, Food Basics, the very cheapest in food <laughs> yeah. places whatsoever. Over at Food Basics at all times, it wasn't even on sale. It's about three ninety nine to get the triple cheese pizza. And mm. Whitey had taught me, and I'm going to pass this knowledge on to the audience. It changes the whole taste sensation, mm. the flavor sensation. If you get just a plain triple cheese pizza, mm. nuke that some bitch up and eat it upside down. Well, uh, yeah. it, it just makes the whole boring, shitty, no frills pizza at the very minimum uh, price of three ninety nine. Yeah. Different if you eat it upside down. Your the cheese is on your tongue and the crust is on the roof of your mouth, and uh, it's I, very satisfying. I remember that that chauffeur Whiteman trick. Uh, that was an on the road Topher trick, and uh, but you know when you're all stoned and as baked as we get when I'm with Whitey, because hell, that's really like our number one reason why we got yeah, along. Me too. You didn't have taste buds, all right? We pretty much just burnt them dry and shitty. Yeah. Like you're telling me you're gonna get shitty no frills dough and you're gonna taste the dough first are you kidding me that's that's not cool yeah. man i don't know well listen when you're passing knowledge on to mitch corbett mm -hmm. and this is the best knowledge you can get like this is almost to him like a like a genius idea well uh, pay, pay it forward okay uh, these tricks that we learn on the road
load, uh, especially Whitey, who had the hookup that got you shook up. He also worked at Avondale, and he'd always buy the expired stuff that he already had a staff discount on, but now that it was expired, you already had more of a discount. So he knew how to hook you up. You know, uh, pepperettes actually are still good when they're five days old. So this is like information that you learn on the road. Two-liter pop, bags of chips. Uh, all of that shit has caused me, um, it has caused me a, a cancer growth on the inside of my stomach. And uh, <laughs> thanks, Whitey. <laughs> okay. Well, uh, this, we uh, this caller is writing in. Uh, Travis J. Legend from Port Coburn, Ontario. Hey. Hey. Hey, guys. Long-time listener. First-time caller. Um, I do have two questions for you. The first one's about your ex-tag team partner, Whitey. Why does he have a big bump on his forehead? And second of all, who do you think's the best referee of all time? My pick is Earl the Pearl Hebner. Oh. <laughs> well, since we're, since we're on the topic, good timing. It's like they're listening live. I mean, um, Jay, you seem to have the scoop on this. You brought this up at the beginning of the year, I do believe. What is the deal with the Whitey Bump? Do you know about that? First of all, Travis is a liar uh, saying he's a first-time caller because I do remember him calling in on the old Driscoll radio shows. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he's disguising his name. Anyway, the, the bump, it's a uh, cancerous growth that I think he's uh, uh, embarrassed. You know, he used to have hair mm, is a thing, did. and I think the hair line somewhat covered it because I didn't notice it before but I did have a whitey sighting where I seen the bump mm-hmm. and I pointed out the bump and he had told me that it's always been there and acted like I didn't see it before but I didn't see it before so he's lied to me and trying to cover it up he's bald now and the thing is, uh, I can only really chalk it up to cancer because I can't chalk it up to any work like what the boys did or anything. Or It could be. You never you know, know, though. And that's the thing about some of our physical insecurities. It's easy to just kind of like push it off and be like, oh, this thing, I always had it. But no, you're right, Jay. He didn't always have it. It, it came with, I bet you, that time where we worked Sault Ste. Marie handicap match against Big Daddy T. And then Whitey right. took this stiff, like, corporal Kirshner kind of ring post bump where he took it just head first because he was sick back then. He was stoned and he just didn't care. And I think I really think this bump stuck with him. I think it's from Big Daddy T. I think too that uh, his new wife uh, being Jenny Marie Dunner mm. is uh, really causing him a bunch of stress. Oh, well, and who it could yeah. be one of just those stress bumps, you know, but he's also a smart kid. It could be like uh, an extension of his brain. It could be. It could be. You know, he does oh. talk a lot and he's always expanding, learning new things yeah. apparently like maybe so, that's where he stores the high spot moves at just, a great match. <laughs> <laughs> that's little wrestling knowledge well, no matter what no matter how blackballed he gets he'll still have yes. that passion because it's right there physically seen i pop that, I, I, I pop that little bit and look out oh man maybe follow uh dr pimple popper on instagram and maybe she'll take care of you maybe it's a big cyst maybe we should look at it right and uh my favorite ref bucket Certainly buckets. So thanks for coming out, bud. Mm-hmm. Because uh, bucket, what's handy about bucket is you're going to need a bucket when Whitey Zip pops in that ring when he hits <laughs> the turnbuckle and all the fucking juice comes pissing out all over the place. And we got one of those vinyl canvases. We're going to be slipping and sliding all over the fucking ring. And it's probably best that Whitey has not returned to the business. <laughs> well, probably best for the sake of, you know, the same reason why Nigel McGuinness can't get in there. We can't take that chance. We can't take the chance for the rest of the boys, the locker room, you know. Sorry, Whitey, but we're going to have to put you in a non-physical role that doesn't involve right. your head gushing open on our canvas. 
<laughs> yeah, or the fans, or the fans. I mean, if you're paying $100 for a ticket to Resolution, yeah. the last thing you want to be is front row getting sprayed. <laughs> oh, gross. Oh, man. Okay, well, uh, all right. This uh, caller writes in. Robert Pitt from Galena, Illinois. Robert. Robert. Hipster. I feel indie wrestling doesn't expose enough people's personal lives. You get off on that shit that makes you like wrestling. Is there any dirt that you guys have for me that can help me sleep at night? Yeah. My answer is uh, I have a hookup in Parkdale. Eugene's Fine Edibles mm. uh, is, is what puts me to sleep, man. And also his conversation. Well, uh, I think uh, I, I, got, I got a little a little more grossed out than the uh, visual of Whitey Zit popping. I mean, this uh, Robert guy is one of those fucking like, wrestling creepers. Like, why are all wrestling fans generally so creepy? Just a bunch of they freaks. Are. It's like we're entertaining Listen, a giant and, freak show and, over and here. What's with calls. <clears throat> Excuse me, one wants a dick pic, the other one wants to know what I eat on pizza, and and then and, and, uh, this one wants to know how I get to sleep. He wants juice. No, no, he said he wants juice on the business. Like, do you got an inside scoop? I mean, fuck, man, that's gross. The no only wonder juice why that I have is, is stored inside Whitey's big cancerous uh, zit, <sighs> and you can bite into that. A little dab will do you. <laughs> a little dab will do you. No wonder why my college professors never took me seriously. Like, ask me what field of broadcasting I'd uh, want to be in front of the camera camera for oh uh wrestling uh, sir yeah. they laughed me out of the building man like, ugh. anyways you want yeah. juice you want juice all i'm gonna say all i'm gonna say is two things rob rage <laughs> molasses on women's feet that's it all right thanks for writing in this one comes in um labardo lacenza from uh walla walla washington hey there uh this is um just calling in for the the Zach and Jay Moore uh, toast podcast. There, um, just a long time listener, just a first time caller. Just want to pick your guys' brain on a couple of uh, unrelated wrestling news and what's up with that Myanmar Republic. Anyway, um, hope it's all for the best. Okay, take care. Jesus Christ. Oh, my God. First off, it's Weimar. The Weimar Republic. And just so you know, if you're listening, which I'm, I'm not sure if you are because I, I'm not, not sure you're going to be able to hear me with that non-existent goddamn background noise back there. The Weimar Republic was a historical designation for the German state. Uh, something like uh, 1919, 1933, I think. A national assembly was convened in uh, Weimar where a new constitution for the Deutsches Reich was written. In its 14 years, the Weimar Republic faced so many fucking problems. I mean, hyperinflation, political extremism, not to mention uh, contentious relationships with the victors of the First World War, right? Germany blamed the Weimar Republic rather than their wartime leaders for the country's defeat and for the humiliating terms of the, um, they wrote the Treaty of Versailles, right? This is serious shit, Lombardo, all right? Fact is, this republic never completely met its disarmament requirements and eventually paid only a small portion of the war reparations. Germany eventually had to accept the western borders of the Republic but continued to dispute the eastern border. And then, of course, eventually we get to Nazis, man. Real fucking nice, Lobardo. Thanks fucking bringing that on our show, you dick. Yeah, and, and, and thanks for bringing up my favorite wrestler, Boris Zukov. He was also a ref, so uh, I think I can go on your uh, Mitch's or uh, J-Bat's uh, uh, question, Travis uh, uh, Legends. On the bucket list. 
Yeah, so we put them on your uh, favorite refs. But man, I'm uh, this is actually I don't know why we opened up the phone lines because I'm kind of discouraged now. If th- is this our listening base? Like guys, oh, can't- he's an asshole. The, 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 this guy Lombardo's an asshole. And then some of the questions are a little out of line. I mean, uh, I like kidding. to stick it to just raw or SmackDown reviews. But uh, go ahead, hipstar. I'm just I don't know. I'm a little discouraged. I thought this was going to be a good idea. You know, give the fans a chance because all we do is talk for 50 minutes a day, and now like we got these guys who can't even properly pick well, the right audio the fans spot. want to be a part of the show. The fans uh, have wanted part of the show for the past couple of years. That sucks. A lot of the boys... Well, I'm sorry. A lot of the boys have been asking about it. Uh, yesterday, I had a secret meeting down on the parkway with uh, Jeremy Elliott, who was ex- expressing his interest mm. in the show, Uh-oh. saying that a lot of boys are listening and it's generating a lot of heat in the locker rooms, and when are you guys going to stop? Like, is it really getting us any ratings? And I'm like, Jer, there is no stop. Yep. Like, you haven't seen anything yet because I'm leaving the wrestling business and I'm moving into the podcast world. You're damn right. And We're coming for you. You know, a lot of the boys, what I would like to put out there, uh, including all the boys in Ontario, the show is not about you. No, what it us? isn't. Just because we us? drop your name doesn't mean it's about you. It's about our yes. problems with you. Our problems. The dynamic exactly. is the inter entertainer and his manager and between that two different aspects of one different type of show business we are expressing our views on that it's about us and we are giving our perspective Cornette, lame russo kind of lame jericho and ryback show and fucking Devin, who can't even afford to tip his fucking guys who work so fucking hard to, to deliver food it's so lame we are unique and you know what you gotta get over it bud because you know what we're doing our own fucking system here we're making our own format and that's just the, the way she goes and i would like to thank the wwe for realizing that mm. edge and christian really ripped off our show and they canceled their show so fuck you guys <laughs> Well, thank you. Thank you very much. So, yeah. Uh, on that note, Jeremy Elliott coming up after the break. We get to speak to Chris Laplot, finally answering my call. And uh, wow. let's go to uh, some more calls. Uh, let's get to a female now because I feel like our female base is a little more civilized. Like, let's fucking hope so. Su- uh, Susan L- Lastramol. How did, how did you say this? Lastramol Lash- from Puslet. Hoping for Alley Cat. From Puslinch, Ontario. Of course. That's my go to, Puslinch. Hey guys, I listen to the show all the time, love it, Um, but listen, let's be honest, sex and wrestling is a cheap marketing tool to get more of a virgin base. I mean, it's completely insulting to the temple of God. Blasphemy. So, like, how long is it going to take for God to bring down his wrath on all wrestling fans? Wow, wow. You were right until you had to drop a G-bomb. Is, 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 is Vince McMahon a Christian? A Catholic? Of course he isn't. He fought God once in a tag match. He's just a Republican money-hungry beach. And if he's going to fake the image of a Bible thumper for the sake of a new fan base, then let him. What, is, what, what does God have to do? Like, ah, oh man, just let the sex be. Sex sells, but she's, she's right about uh, one thing, I've right? explained to the audience many a times, there is no God. There is no God. God in the universe, there is no God anywhere. We as humans are God. We are the ones that built this country on rock and roll, uh, and God hasn't done anything. And uh, that's it. I mean, like, what? What do you think, King Kong Bundy? Like, like, uh, what? What? There's no God. No God. 
Hashtag God doesn't exist. I believe in like a, like a higher power. Like something's out there watching us. If not, then like coincidences that seem to be confused into the word miracles wouldn't happen. You know, like it, it's good vibes, positive vibes from the city to the tribes. There's something out there watching us, but it's certainly not a fucking guy from a book that some guy who's really low on his money needed to suddenly make some wrote about you know um you could take god you could take jesus you could take the easter bunny you could take santa claus you mm. could take the tooth fairy put them all in a boat and send them out to sea because they're not real honey okay wake the fuck up thanks jay thanks man delusional bitch uh, i like <laughs> i like uh your truth you know that's why i have you on this show man the realism I mean, there's so many higher powers when you're just living in parkdale yeah. Uh, running a podcast like everybody else has more money, so therefore the, the those people are the gods. Right. Uh, the, the the guy that made the TTC is a fucking god. <laughs> the guy that that uh, okay. invented a, a real wrestling ring and, and and put it shows in actual arenas is a god to people like us. Those are the higher powers, and those are the people watching. You damn right, because they control everything. The people who control when they raise Tim Hortons prices, those are the gods. Like they're in control, obviously. Though can't you see this? Yes, I refuse to eat now because to get a, a, a like a, a breakfast sandwich and a fucking hash brown and a coffee is over six dollars. Well, that always was. It always was for my, my, my favorite sandwich on there, which was just a, a bagel belt without the, the meat. And, but now it's fucking, oh, it's over $7. Like, what is going on, man? The gods are fucking with us. And God... If you can find it, what I have learned, uh, uh, and I'm going to drop this knowledge onto the audience too, is if you can get your order down to $4, they don't charge PST. And you can thank uh, Jack Layton, uh, the late Jack Layton for that. Thank you. Interesting thing to know. Good to know. All right. So maybe I'll just, yeah, that, that's what I do. The, you know, I go to double shot of coffee, straight black, and I go just a bagel. Bagel with with, um, with gluten-free butter, man, and that's what all I do. I've uh, moved over to the bagels myself. I mean, until those prices are raised, then uh, fuck it. I mean, yeah, fuck it. I, fuck I, I can't it. pay. I can't pay. You can certainly make donations now. The Heart and Soul Foundation, 1-800-NEED-A-GIMMICK.COM. Find it all on hipstar.ca. Goddamn, I'm... Coasting off forty dollars for the rest of the week, man, and then I also gotta afford like I got a day, I got a carpool next Saturday with my ex-wife. I haven't seen her since, and now we gotta fucking share a ride to North Bay together. This is like, Ooh. I know, man. Like her in it, wow. in in a Nez? Like fuck, like what is? Oh, like, bring your recorder. Please, someone's going to jail. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. I'll make sure I charge it before I uh, hit the Kipling station and I get picked up. So. Yes, yes, Good yes. Good tip. Good tip. All right. Uh, let's get back to you. This caller writes in. Chris Hazard from uh, Etobicoke, Ontario. Chris. Hey, guys. Long-time listener. I appreciate you guys opening up the lines for us to be able to call in. Listen, my question is for Jay Moore. Jay. What's your problem with me, bud? I don't know what your problem is. I mean, why is there heat between the two of us? I don't get it. You know, I'm just pursuing something that I'm passionate about, trying to get ahead in life, just like you. Man, after an entire year of driving your nieces to soccer, funding your nephew's bar mitzvah, and bailing you out of the drunk tank twice last year, 
This is the way that you treat me. I don't get it, man. What's your beef? Whoa, he called you out. Called you out. You know, it took an entire month and he well, just... Well, I don't have a beef. I mean, the only beef I had is you're late driving my kids to the bar mitzvah. You're late for everything. And, you know, the thing is, um, I cannot accept... When I got broken into this industry, and I want everybody to gather around your listening devices yeah. and, and understand, I was the only heel commentator in the business, and then all the marks started coming and wanting to do heel commentary, mm-hmm. and the voice was just one of them. Mm-hmm. And, like, I literally had to sit down and do commentary with a guy who is, like, mm-hmm. making a portable broadcasting system in his child's room <laughs> and broadcasting in his daughter's room. Yeah. You cannot put that stuff out on social media. I'm trying to help the voice. I'm a big fan of the voice. I think we did some fine work together. But I cannot be a colleague with somebody broadcasting and putting it on video mm. from your child's room. Yeah, you're right, you're Jesus right. Jesus Christ, it's not heat, it's advice. You fucking people never listen to a vet's advice. I'm giving you advice as a vet. Mm. When you pan the camera around your kid's room and say it's just a temporary setup <laughs> and there's dolls and everything around, not in this industry. You do not do those kind of things. Thank you, voice. <laughs> well, I mean... You're not wrong, but he's not wrong either, man. I'm glad he kind of called you out, but I mean, did you hear that voice? It 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 sounded like the voice to me. I mean, that was bold. Uh, I I I don't want to be competing with the voice. No, I understand. Uh, uh, This was a niche market. It was uh, protected and established by infamous Jay Moore for the past ten years. I've been on radio, and the voice coming in trying to threaten me, and yet come to me as my friend and try to do the big swerve like i've been around a long time but like i was the master of the swerve i put whitey out of business hutch henry's out of business i put all these guys out of business and uh voice like i've been nice enough to uh, welcome you into the broadcasting field because you have such a nice logo Mm -hmm. that you know why turn on me like this i'm trying to help you yeah Fuck. Very Fuck. good PNG image, though, there, buddy. It looks uh, good, professional. Thanks for uh, dedicating yourself to another podcast. You can be the next Kevin Kelly. <laughs> oh, no. No, set your sights higher, please. You can do better than one. that. Don't worry, man. You are you're you don't need to get fake hair. You're perfect the way you are. And mm. just remember that. You're the voice, man. You're the voice. You're selling yourself as the voice. Have that confidence, okay? And, uh, and I appreciate what you did here today, what you did here tonight. I really uh, admire it. So uh, this one comes in. Uh, this caller writes in Money Mike Jenkinson from Smithville, Ontario. Money Mike. <laughs> Guys, longtime listener, first time whatever. Should indie promotions be liable if a brawl knocks over a beer or if any of the wrestlers decide to take beer and drink it? Hmm. Mm, uh, interesting. Uh, he's not wrong either, Jay. Interesting uh, question. That's the thing. We want to put on all these hardcore shows, and I cannot watch a wrestling show sober. And if some fucking some goomba is gonna fucking brawl just like the match before it did, and they're gonna have no awareness of their surroundings and knock over my pitcher, then that's on the promoter. The promoter is gonna buy me a new fucking pitcher because you go to the rock pile, fifteen dollar pitchers for not even 
than a full fucking legal size pitcher, that's robbery, man. And I'm already paying 20 bucks to get in. It's it's wrong. Uh, yeah, I have to agree. And uh, one thing that's got to change in the, in in Ontario at least is uh, some of the promoters like our uh, you know a guy calling in future uh, uh, Chris Aplante mm-hmm. will only run these family shows. We'll refuse to run a show that has any sort of alcohol in it. Which I don't understand how you expand your audience with no alcohol. Yeah. But he seems to think that it's just another problem. Uh, Let's go back to the Serbian hall where the drunken lady fell off the balcony and sued (laughs) Gary Gambino for $20,000. Put New Vision Pro Wrestling out of business. You know, um, I mean, that's on the promoter. So if Gary has to pay for a woman losing her picture because she fell down the balcony, then all promoters have to pay, including anybody at the Rock Pile, because you're right. I'm tired of paying $26 for a picture. (laughs) Well, you're damn right. You're damn right. Um... Some good can come out of it. I mean, here, quick story. Here's a Pistol Pete story about the first time comic book shop manager Dave met Pistol Pete. First time uh, Dave's coming to a show. We're still in college. It is Canada versus U.S. final. So obviously the draw is shit. Nobody wants to come see wrestling on a Wednesday. They want to fucking support Team Canada. I can't, I can't blame them. Dave looks, <laughs> looks behind him on the big screen to check the score. Pistol Pete is making his entrance at the same time. Dave... <laughs> has his hand stretched out while his neck is looking the other way, and Pistol Pete, just because it's his gimmick, takes Dave's beer, drinks it, and Dave, out of respect, instantly loved the man because he had to respect the the boldness and the dedication yeah. to the gimmick. So, I mean, like, not all... Hey, uh, another uh, quick Pistol Pete story is we were doing a gimmick at some bar where I had to break into the bar as a heel and inter- interrupt his karaoke gimmick yeah. in which Pete told me to throw a pitcher of beer in his face and the whole pitcher landed on one of those gaming units that are <laughs> sit at the end of the bar and the fucking bartender like kicked me out because I destroyed a $50,000 gaming unit yeah. that plays poker on it and I was like oh but you know I blame the promoter and he had no money and I think he still wanted for the money but uh, <laughs> the uh, Empire it's, it's, the Empire the gaming machine yeah. costs yeah. more than the actual bar so yeah you know what like it's it's messy man it's better just to you know stay away from a man's drink stay away from a human's drink it's all they have in this life alright let it leave it in their hand leave it in the table in front of them don't mess with a person's vices simply said oh hell yeah Oh, God. Did you see that Randy Vaughn uh, promo, man? Sniper, like... yeah, yeah. He's, uh, he's like, and why not? Why not go after uh, uh, Steve Austin's gimmick if he's not going to do anything? I guess You know, so. and it's a great gimmick. You turn the shirt around, you're Steve Austin. <laughs> you turn back, and you're Sniper Randy Vaughn. You know, and it, like, like, it's almost like he's gotten so delusional with himself. He's like, he refuses to, mm-hmm. like, he wants to be Austin. And he's refusing now, like, he does, he's putting yeah. it out there, like, they used to kind of hide that from the boys. Yeah. You know, but now he's like, uh, I want to be on his podcast. I want to meet Steve Austin. And now I'm just going to yeah. be both people and the boys and the fans are going to have to accept it. Well, that's you know? the thing is like, like, but he was around guys that he looked up to that he wouldn't dare let it vocal that I want to be Steve Austin because he, he was around people that were just so focused on being themselves. And now he's got a, himself he's with a bunch of Austin 316 shirt. Like that was around in the 90s. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but now he's with a big uh, ragtag of just misfits.
misfits of people who just think that fucking the simplest things of wrestling is hilarious. They're still doing super kick yeah. jokes, and, and he's just getting away with nonsense. He's got to go back to his old ways, and if he really wants to take this seriously, then you got to get back with the boys, back with the Neo boys, just like how you introduced me. You got to take it seriously again, because Frank Frorn is not your answer, bud. Well, I think he's trying to get in with the boys, but the boys are just kind of like, you know, not listening, so if he can work a match with Hornswoggle, mm. if he could stand in the parking lot of World Gym and go like, hey, Randy Vaughn, you're <coughs> Steve Austin, we're just going to, you know, pump some weights at our local gym, and that's the bottom line, like, it just, it's a very weird promo, yeah. it's a very weird promo, and if I could make a just quick suggestion to Randy Vaughn and some of the boys out there, mm. 1-800-needing-to-make-the-original-100-needing-to-stop-com, promo classes are out there, uh, we're not giving any more discounts on promo classes, we started this last Christmas, mm-hmm. Uh, with a six-month promo package, just buy the promo package. You cannot, yeah. Randy, be in the World Gym parking lot <laughs> acting like Steve Austin. Yeah. For the, not for the sake of just pro wrestling, but it's the only gym in Niagara Falls. A lot of people are there. I know uh, uh, some of my friends, uh, one of my being my ex-girlfriend, Sylvie Silver, noticed mm-hmm. him in the World Gym Uh-oh. and uh, actually put a hoodie on and ran away because it's embarrassing. Like This man's in his 40s cutting Steve Austin promos yeah. like people in public, aren't understanding what's going on. You yeah, know, right. and word has it that he actually asked somebody coming out of the gym to mm. hold the phone and, uh, and so I can cut a promo for my oh, audience and they were like, what in the fuck is this? <laughs> so, oh, no. It's very, you know, Randy, like, uh, uh, 40-year-old men don't wear Steve Austin shirts from the 90s anymore. Like, you gotta stop doing that, bro. Fair enough, you know. I, kids, uh, kids don't wear that shit. Just because I own one doesn't mean I'm gonna wear it all the time. It was on sale at Blue Notes. When it was the height of his career, you didn't own it now. Yeah, exactly. You're right. You're right. But I do own it now because it was on for $11 at Blue Notes. All right? That's the only reason. I'm like, you know what? I can get away with it now because I wouldn't be caught dead wearing it then. And now that I'm kind of coming down, I'm more of a broadcaster, I can get away with it. But for a guy who is, you know, doing uh, bodybuilding competitions and focusing more on wrestling more than he ever has, you're right. You can't. Yeah. Well, you know, I, I did the same thing. I bought it knockoff dx shirt yeah. uh it wasn't under the license of wwe no, and it doesn't not. say suck it on the bag it just says dx on the front it's very plain it's very 30 dollars, which bothers me yeah. but i'm like you know the people of today's society aren't even gonna understand what this logo means and they're just mm. gonna think i'm cool because i got something that they don't understand and yeah. that was like the psychology behind it yeah but when i wore it everybody was like you're a fucking mark wearing that dx shirt you look like an <laughs> asshole at your age and i was like i'm just trying to pass what i learned over to randy i know austin would have been a more popular character mm-hmm. but but the smoking mm. skull on the back of the shirt has got to go it's got to go you're right austin 316 has got to go he's not a wrestler anymore randy and neither are you stop it dig it Thanks for saying it, man. Things that need to be said is why we have a show. This caller writes in. The voice isn't going to tell these people. The voice isn't going to tell these people the truth. He's just going to talk about wrestling. Good call. You're right. You're right. He's just going to do a recap and uh, tell the truth. Shawnee Moe had a really good bout. It yeah. looked kind of stiff of a, of a gimmick. And he's just like yeah. overemphasizing the the inside code words that he just learned. That's mean. Sorry. Uh, Sammy Callahan will be making his way back into the circuit. <laughs> uh, uh, this uh, caller writes in, Judy Crever from Heights, British Columbia. Judy. Judy, Judy, Judy. Judy Jugs. Hey, guys. Love the show. So I know it's come up before, but I have a question. 
I really love the Ontario Indies, but sometimes I feel like, plot-wise, why these matches are going on, it just, you know, doesn't make sense. So my question for you would be, what does it take to get these stories from ceaseless handjob to the mark to an actual odyssey-like, exciting storyline? Thanks. Love you guys. Oh, well, the odyssey. Wow. Well, first off, you're a prude, and the Odyssey was overrated, okay? And nobody wants to wrestle in a half toga, all right? Get over yourselves. But with that being said, more Cyclops gimmicks in town, and you're gold. And if you can find a heel to be a giant Cyclops, then then we're talking, you know? Uh, The Odyssey's in my pants, and I'd like you to blow me, baby, because I'm such a sexy, sexy voice. (laughs) <laughs> I mean, wrestling is modern mythology anyways and derived from the Greeks and they were crazy. So why can't we be as crazy like them? Not unstable right. and creepy, but crazy. You know, like that it used to be cool back then with our wieners hanging out. Look at Butcher Rashawn. You're telling me that was normal and that was in the 60s for fuck's sakes. <laughs> right, right, right. Uh, this one uh, calls in um, Caitlin Duchamps from uh, Port Robinson, Ontario. Love her. Hey guys, love the show. I'm just calling to say how really disgusted and offended I am by how Jay Moore writes on my wall, trying to pick me up in a womanizing manner all the time. He is my grandfather's age, no charm, no skill. He's just trying to get at me because I'm emotionally broken. Can you please tell him to stop? Whoa! Uh, the cock never stops, honey, and I will be writing until you fucking hook up with me because... Who are you really hooking up with anyways? Just a bunch of these uh, skateboard guys from the 90s that, you know, got a little sideways, had these, you know, dare I say, wiggers without being thrown off the air. But uh, that's who you're hooking up with, and it bothers me that every day you're with this skateboard guy or with you're with these losers that got sleeves on their arms. Like, that's not what's cool. Maybe I'm a little bit older, but maybe I'm a little more mature. Maybe when I stick my penis in, you're going to love it, baby, because I have experience. I'm not one of these skateboard kids on fucking volume and ecstasy that can't even blow their load. When I blow my load in your face, you are going to love it. You're going to love me, and I will be writing on your wall. And if you want to block me, bitch, then I will stalk you. I will stalk you. Oh, hey, there's a kind of heat that we really need to avoid. Oh, fuck it, it's ignorant. It's ignorant, like, to to bring it out to public, to make a call, and, like, all you had to do was DM me, baby. Like, if you didn't like uh, what I was saying, then we could talk privately off the air. I can send you a dick pic. We can go from there. I mean, what's the problem? Like, fuck, you know, these women today have a star. They're really uptight, and it really fucking bothers me. It really bothers me. Hashtag gonna stalk you. Only from hipstar.ca tonight on tonight on hipstar tonight. We got it all. And um It's a good gimmick. <laughs> yeah, you're damn right. This caller writes in Doobie from North York, Ontario. Beautiful. Hey guys, I love the show. Great. You guys are very diverse. Great topics. Always interesting to tune into. Very enthusiastic. Great topics. Great conversation. I wish you talked more about Topper Whiteman. That was great. Um, I really hope you guys do good. I want more people to listen to you. Keep up the good work, guys. I'll be tuning in next time also. Right. Those are true, true supporters uh, of the show. Just like a yeah, lot of people I mean, uh, showed, you know? Like, they know what our cause is. The Heart and Soul Foundation. One hundred and ninety-nine. the original one. And there we go, dot com. Most importantly, find Topher. It went away. Now it's back. People Topher. are worried about it. Topher, yeah. We got more to Topher. And that's just, like, very yeah. important. You know, like, 
The Whitey Watch has been going mad. I haven't heard much about him, but I know he's out there. And if he can listen to my voice right now, I just want to say, I hope you're doing well, bud. I hope that we yeah. can get past the point where I don't have to pretend to be Schmitty when I text you from my new number. I hope that we can, you know just cultivate and just remember those times we used to have i just want to get back to you as as a schmitty did you get some dirt i didn't like uh he talked to me for a bit and then he came out honest and he's like who is this by the way schmitty and this is that that's when i didn't respond i was kind of hoping he knew it would be me but um well you know when he gets that bump off his head he may make his uh appearance over at Resolution 7. I think that would be the great comeback for him. He's kind of lost his spot over at Crossfire because it's mm-hmm. taken too long now. Like It's kind of lost his momentum, mm-hmm. but uh, I'm thinking a little OxyClean on that Zed. And you could be the next ring announcer at Resolution 7 and make no <laughs> money because it's not going to draw. What happened last time when you worked for Thank Florn? Um, he didn't pay you and you stuck him up at the gate and I think that was a brave thing to do. Good for you. And you know what? Thank Florn's got the money. He can afford to bring in La Resistance yeah. so he can afford to bring you as his ring manager. What was interesting is when Whitey did get fired was when we were on the, uh, the three-day loop. Mm-hmm. Uh, landing in Grisby was the end of Whitey's career. I had got fired by the beautiful Bia, who was just a fan at the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, Frank Thorne decided to let her phone me. The okay. fans are firing me. Okay. But I remember Whitey, he actually had asked Diener for advice on, should I go ask for my pay? And Diener was like, why would you ask me that, of course? Like, <laughs> you know, like like he was going to just, uh, should I ask or, or just yeah. leave? Or, and then, uh, in fact, he got deducted on his pay. He gave him $40 and threw him out. He didn't even finish the rest of the show. Wow. He just went with no ring announcer. It was a great story, you know. And, uh, <laughs> hopefully that comes up in the book. Hopefully. Hopefully. My Whitey story is that we used to train up in Cambridge, Smith Hart's old school, uh, his old ring in Eddie Osborne's school, and I don't know what we were thinking. Lax Siddhartha had a room that he lived right beside the school, and we went to, to, to training. Andy Davis drove me there. Whitey was already in Cambridge because he was seeing this really odd girl that he met through training. This goth girl, right? So Andy Davis brings me up, and I would never tell him this story, though I would like to, but because he's so against drugs, I, I wouldn't chance it. But we go in, and Lax, like, even before we started training, Lax, like, oh, do you want to smoke some BC, bud? And I'm still a teenager. Of course it fucked me up. Whitey and I were stoned, like, stone yeah. and then obviously Andy Davis says like hey alright guys you give me a, a five minute match and Whitey and I fucking did a stupid Markish strong style match where I just kicked the shit out of him I, I gave him a concussion in the first fucking thing because I was too stoned and I didn't like pay attention and that poor guy like yeah. didn't remember the rest of the match uh, but the most important part of that story is how this goth girl had this really weird older mom who just loved us would write us all the time and always call us my dear and then she was in this like weird idea where it's like she she loved our promos and then she came up with this weird idea because she was watching a lot of scrubs scrubs was still in at the time and she's like i bought you i i bought you some of these scrubs you guys can do like a skit where you're like at the hospital my dears like 
Mm. Who the fuck right. is this lady? And why he's kept Great going back, man? Like going back, banging this like big goth girl while her mom was in the living yeah. room playing Farmville. So holy Damn. shit! Jesus, that might have been uh, a lot of her um, pornographic fantasies too. To see you guys come in there with scrubs on, <laughs> you know, and could do be. like the mother daughter of we're doing a checkup thing. That's what it seems <laughs> no. to be. Like Never thought of it that way. That's a little interesting. Yeah, 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 yeah. Also gross, because they were nothing close to attractive, Whitey included. Sorry, bud, but... I know. Yeah, Whitey used to, uh, he used to be great with picking up the ugliest, most gothiest looking... Like, I've had to do a couple sleepovers when we were on the road, where he yeah. would say that he's got somewhere to stay, and then i show up at, like, a college house with five students in it. I'm the oldest person in the room, <laughs> obviously, are, yeah. so no one wants to talk to me, nobody wants to party with me. Yeah. And then when I say I'm a wrestler, they definitely don't want anything to do with me because they're college kids. Yeah, exactly. So I end up the oddball out, like the creep mm. guy on the couch in the living room, and yeah. like he's banging one of the ugliest, you know, fattest, most disgusting gothic chick that I gotta put up with hours, mm. and like the roommates won't fucking talk to me because I'm old. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. You're just like you know? twiddling your thumbs, being stoned by yourself. Ain't nothing like yeah, it. like Whitey <sighs> had no consideration for me whatsoever. No, All man. She did was driving around. You know, tag team or not, he got mad at me because, you know, I I slept with his old high school girlfriend and he can be mad all he wants but he got her back like what's the problem and he was just as selfish you know we were just about getting our dicks in which is so fucking grossly typical wrestler misogynist and i'm totally past that life now but back then you know man the things we did to each other kind of cancel each other out so i don't think we really have reasons to be hot at each other why do you would turn on you like a like a like a fucking uh rabid dog Mm. uh, anytime a piece of pussy came in if it was your and, and he felt any sort of uh, way of getting in, mm-hmm. he would steal them. Yeah, he would. You damn right. So, so like, can't trust it. Can't trust it. You know, and like, and I'm past it. Can't and trust I'm... it. Can't trust you. <laughs> I'm Topher. Nah. Anyways, man, I just want to say, if you're listening, we have got a small bit of a fund, a pot going for Fine Topher. So if you come out of yeah. Finding Now, you know, Jay Please and I, call. this is a big fall coming up, man. We got two live appearances in October. We got a post show after a debut indie show going on. We got a post show at yeah. a bar where they're canceling their karaoke night and they are giving us a solid live hour we're going to be live on the air giving away 1-800 need a gimmick and you know what like things are going mad so you know what would be even better especially for the hamilton area is an appearance by your own beloved toffer whitman i'm just saying yeah and you know and the thing is toffer like you gotta let a lot of this stuff go we've been good to you over the years <laughs> we've kept your name alive yeah. telling these wrestling stories yeah man. and uh and and we've tried to help uh mm. get you money so that you can get your cancer growth removed <laughs> and like you're treating us like we're we're bags of shit. Like, 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 what is the problem here? We're trying to help. The ignorance hurts the heart, you know, and um, I miss my friends. I miss a piece of my soul. And you know what? One yes. thing that I'm proud of what we did today is we reached out to every single overdue voice message that we had from our listener base. And you're all a bunch of freaks, all a bunch of weirdos, but we appreciate you for that. So thanks for writing in and calling your questions. It's great. The fans are what makes this blah, 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 blah. And it's it's a great day today. Very 
excited. The moment we've all been waiting for. That's right. We have it in the man, Chris LaPlante. It's still avoiding me. That's right. You got 20 days, man. The countdown is fucking on. Coming for you. The offer is not fucking null and void. It's realer than it's ever been. You know what? My biceps are as well. And I'm coming for you, Chris. You got a little, like, ornery voice. They talk like this, and I wear my own goo time shirt when I go to the gym. You know, if he shows up to my show, I'm gonna have to call security. You know what? You ain't got security because they're all fucking part of Jerry's kids, alright? I am confronting you. This is not a physical threat. This is me manning up. I'm gonna look you in the eyes, peace of mind, bottom of my shoe, all that shit. You recognize. Ah, uh, will Pistol Pete be there? No, Pistol Pete is not, that he's not in the game anymore. He's out of the game. Yeah, he's got a wife. Wife doesn't want him anything to do with it. He's out. So yeah, I'm taking I'm, it on I, myself. I maybe you guys are coming up with some sort of gimmick or something. No, I'm defending my, my father's right because I know things were said about the PP, the TSPP, and I, right. I, I'm defending him. So I think this is a better time, the best of times, to be alive today. Tonight. On Hipstar Tonight. doing a podcast you want to be on the, you you want it no don't be shit like you should you, we're talking about the memories of smith hart oh yeah oh cool you don't have any memories he was your boy yeah, I do, actually. go ahead chris applant uh well there's a lot of memories actually have a smith one you like to uh, make fun of the two mats he's called junior two rats uh, they're named Matt. There's two guys named Matt. They used to call. We used to call them Juniors. Matt Juniors. Yes. 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 Of yeah. course. Also, uh, my very, my my uh, best memories. I had him there a few times for dinner. Steve, to have a good time. Right. And uh, we were actually at the Monday Night Raw uh, tapings. Uh, not tapings years ago for uh, Monday Night Raw. Right. And I had my uh, I had my tryout there for WWE, and he was there. And I'll never forget it was Lance Mouth, so uh, got a little bit of an in for Smith to have a good tryout. And uh, Larry and I just yelled and screamed at him when he didn't get out before the five count when the referee disqualified him during the Highlanders Dark Match. And Smith got you in a year in to your tryout. Smith gave me a hand in it, and he gave uh, Lance Malibu a try as well. Lance got the tryout, and. Uh, I remember Rory McAllister saying, pick the plant, don't pick this guy. Sure enough, uh, he ended up getting uh, disqualified because he didn't get out before uh, Mike Kyoto's uh, count. Beautiful. Uh, not realizing you have to get out before five. That, <laughs> that's the memories of Smith that, that, that I love. He helped. He helped the young boys. Yeah. You know? And, he loved wrestling, too. And all the work he did for Chuck Simpson, living with them, helping with Rough Wrestling International, he goes down to me as one of the legends. Mm-hmm. And one of the people that broke me into the business and respect, bro. That's right.
guys, just uh, calling in. Uh, just wanted uh, to weigh in on your subject of the day, I guess. I wanted to say I love the show and whatnot, and uh, keep everything coming, because uh, it's given us a little bit of opinion, I think, on the other end to hear it from a different angle. But with Hulk Hogan and everything in the recent uh, rumors, I guess, I uh, I really wanted to, to let you know that I just thought it's kind of odd that they would even be willing to let somebody with such a background back, I guess, maybe being uh, such an American hero, etc., is the greatest uh, accomplishments, etc., but I was never really a Hogan fan myself, but maybe maybe being a man should be the, the message for Hogan after costing $115 million in a, a lawsuit and utterly being uh, against a, a black individual, African-American individual, um, dating his daughter, not really being the main point of things, but I guess if you're Hogan, you, you, you should be allowed back, right, having the uh, glorified destiny that he's established. Well, I, I don't know, I was always more of a Macho Man fan, <laughs> but I just thought I'd uh, say hey guys, and I uh, appreciate what you do.